if you're able to like name or describe your problem, you've already got 50% of the solution. Oh yeah. How does that fit in to a cohesive, larger vision? We will always have enough cash yeah. around. Strictly business. Hi, finance leaders, and welcome to CFO Yeah, your new favorite finance podcast. I'm Patrick, and I get to speak with CFOs about what makes them and their companies succeed. In this episode, I spoke with Pauline Sauvage, CFO as a service provider for well-known European startups. Pauline is currently financial advisor and was interim CFO for more than two years to Backmarket, a marketplace for reconditioned devices and appliances. She's also part-time CFO for Beanie, a tech intelligence platform. Backmarket notably raised a massive 110 million euro round in May 2020 in the thick of the COVID crisis. The company is also a member of the French Tech Next 40, an official government list of the 40 most promising startups and scale-ups in France. We spoke about Pauline's life as an interim CFO, her fundraising experience, and what she looks for when taking on new projects. As always, the show is brought to you by CFO Connect, a global community for finance leaders. Join us at cfoconnect.eu and you can email podcast at cfoconnect.eu with any questions or feedback. Pauline Sauvage, welcome to CFO Yeah. Hey, hi, thank you very much. Uh, very pleased to be, he uh, to be here today. Uh, my name is Pauline Sauvage and uh, I've been working for tech companies for the past 10 years as a CFO. Um, before that, I was a financial editor at EY for eight years uh, for clients in the telecom, media and technology industries. And again, very pleased to be here today. And I wonder if you could maybe just explain to us the kind of last few years of, of, of where you are. Currently, you're a CFO for hire, essentially, and particularly with a couple of big uh, or sort of well-known companies recently. So maybe you could tell us that more recent part of your career. Yeah, recently I've been working um, as a CFO as a service, CFO for hire, as you said, and uh, my major client was uh, Backmarket. Uh, which is a beautiful company working, uh, you know, toward a more circular economy. Um, it's basically a marketplace where you can buy some um, reconditions, uh, refurbished uh, smartphones and other uh, electronic device. I was the um, I was there uh, for more than two years, I would say, and um, yeah, it's been a too much. Uh, I mean, it's been two years, very, uh, I would say, dense, pretty much dense, with a lot of things. Well, we'll talk a bit more about back market shortly. Before we get there, I wonder if you could talk a bit about um, being a CFO as a service rather than a full-time CFO. Why have you made that choice? Yeah, uh, well, that's a good question. Um, I've been um, I've been a, like a traditional I would say full-time CFO, and um, the the idea that I had because I had this uh, previous experience as a as an external auditor, 
the idea was to uh, reunite uh, what I love from uh, my experience as an auditor, uh, meaning uh, multiple clients uh, working on, uh, on projects with defined objectives, uh, objectives, but also um, I wanted to reunite that with my experience as a, a corporate exec, where you're uh, really supporting the growth of the businesses. And so I wanted to uh, bind this together, and uh, that's uh, what I. That's the reason why I became a, a CFO for for hire. And have you found that those objectives that you had, or those reasons that you wanted to to do that role, have come true? Yeah, I would I would say so, um, because um, you know it's um, in, for the example of uh, of, of back market. Um, it's uh, it was very um, very interesting to be uh, to be um, um, the, this kind of CFO because um, it gives me uh, it gave me the opportunity to to you know I can step back step step back a little and I can uh, challenge the exec team more and also I've got a um, I'm not in the in the in the I would say. Um, I don't know le nez dans le guidon. <laughs> I'm not in the in the daily routine. I've got an, an external point of view, uh, so I can bring something to uh, to the exec, uh, which is uh, different. But uh, for sure, uh, I got also to I've got also to, to to dive deep in the company culture. I've got to to be part of the of the of the adventure. Right, but. Just to give the audience a little more context, you were the interim CFO for for two years. Is that do I have that right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, I mean, was that a essentially a full time role? Yeah, that was a full time role. I mean, uh, if we could go back to the beginning, um, mm -hmm. uh, I um, I met uh, so it was like two years, two years and a half ago, with a, a, an early investor of the of the company. Uh, that I knew from a, a past experience, and uh, we had a nice chat. And a few days later, he, he arranged a meeting with the, the CEO and co-founder of uh, Back Market, and uh, they both had a, a sense that they needed some help on the finance side, but they didn't know how to how to put it, and they didn't want to hire somebody. So um, I step in as a uh, at the beginning, it was just for um, two to three months, and uh, it was supposed to be part time. But you know, after a few weeks over there, uh, it was a, a very much full time, and and I've been, um, yeah, I've been a, a CFO for, a, I would say, a quite large uh, interim because two years is a, is a, is a, is quite long. Mm. Do you do you know really why they weren't looking for a full time person at the time? Um, well, I think they, they did not know exactly uh, what they want, basically. Right. And um, there's this question of, uh, you know, back market is a, is, 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 is a scale up. It's, it's growing very, very fast. And so um, it's the same for uh, tools, processes and people. Um, if you've got the person that is um, exactly corresponding to your needs today, it might not be the good person for tomorrow because tomorrow it will be bigger, it will be more international, it will be with some other uh, complexities. So um, they were not they, they were not very convinced of their needs, and they, they were like, uh, maybe we want somebody who's um, capable of uh, doing a, an IPO, 
but at the same time, we just have some, you know, French accounting to do. So two very uh, different things. Mm. So they, they didn't know how to, how to search for, for this kind of person. And I think that the uh, CFO for hire is, it's a, it's, it's a flexible thing. It's, uh, you can be for two months, you can be for two years, uh, you can give IDs, you can help them uh, recruit uh, people, you can um, help them. Basically, uh, my first weeks was basically an audit of um, what do we need to do. And at the end of this audit, um, the, the CEO just told me, you know, Pauline, uh, you, you seem to very much know what uh, you have to do. So please do it. And, 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 and then I started building, uh, building a team at, uh, at, uh, at Back Market. Well, tell us about building that team because it's, it's, I think you told me it's 30 people today. It's 30 people, yeah, it was like, um, we, we went from like three people to 30 people and, and uh, with experts with a, a wide range of topics. You know, you've got the traditional functions like uh, accounting, uh, FP&A, but we've got also all this uh, operational side with mm -hmm. the uh, risk payment and fraud agenda, which is big on the, on, on the marketplace like back market. And also we've got some um, business intelligence and, and legal. So it's a, a quite large uh, team. Um, yeah, and uh, it basically uh, it was a big part of my uh, of my mission at Back Market, building the team um, and also uh, the, the the fundraise. A lot of in our webinars and and other content that we create, a lot of we get a lot of questions about who do you hire first? How do you build the function? Was that quite obvious at the beginning to you? No, not that much. Uh, it was my second marketplace. But uh, a lot of things uh, have evolved from uh, my first marketplace with, uh, was a used car. So also mm -hmm. a secondhand things, but, uh, um, and it was not so, you know, each um, organization, each company, it's a different story. And, um, and thank God we've got new tools today. So, <laughs> so it was different. And basically the idea was to, uh, you know, get to know the business, uh, meet the, um, uh, all the, the, the ops side of the of back market, also the tech side, which is pretty important. Um, and then you, you, you just uh, see what are the risks and you want to put processes uh, so that you, you, you get the, those risks uh, covered. Um, at the beginning, we've got pretty, uh, pretty big risk with our uh, merchants, which sometimes uh, were not that, uh, yeah, were not that uh, good <laughs> with us. Um, so, um, well, it was really a, a, an audit process. You, you see risks and you want to put processes and processes. It's basically a mix of uh, tools and people. So sometimes uh, you, 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 you prefer to, do, to have a tool because, uh, you know, it can be automatic. It, it, if it's less value added, you, you want a tool to, to process it. And, um, and you've got uh, people. And again, the question of who do you want to hire? Uh, a junior, somebody who's expert. Um, the whole story of back market is, is more about uh, junior people that um, uh, grow with the, the company, but um, sometimes you really need an expert. And it's really, it's really difficult to, to hire those people because, um, well, they, they see a startup, they, they, don't, they don't see the, the big picture of the, the company. Um, and, uh, and, and when they come, 
you want them to be as um, as efficient as possible. And sometimes, because there is not the usual, uh, would say, uh, structure, uh, it's 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 a bit hard hard for them. Say so you you want them to to so when you hire, you want to have the people with the right state of mind. And I would say that's very important. And that was very important for me to to find the right people for back market because back market has, has such a strong value, uh, strong values. Um, and and I wanted to have people that were really um, in the um, in the you know like back office state of mind. We're here to help the business grow, and 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 uh, that was very important for me. So sometimes you 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 see uh, maybe it's an expert, maybe he's very senior, but. Uh, it it won't work because of the, the the people side, the human side. How important is it for someone either in your position, an interim role, or a new CFO, to really get to know the company culture before you start building and implementing processes and everything? Meaning, how is it important, or how do we do it? Yeah, no. How is it important? Um. Yeah. Um, I think for yeah companies that are growing like back market, it's really important from my point of view because with the you know when the processes and when the values are very clear, uh, then the north star and all the objectives are clear, and um, in the very ideal um, position, you don't have to ask the CEO um, questions mm -hmm. because when you see the values, you know the answer. Right. So that that would give you a kind of handbook to to know how to handle the day-to-day uh, -day, um, uh, things that you've got in finance, because you you know uh, okay what would be the CEO uh, and co-founders uh, position you, you know what they've got in mind because they express it in in their values. And then I imagine it's also really crucial in hiring as well. You you explained looking at um, or looking for experts versus people who would grow in the role, but I imagine the one thing that needs to be co uh, constant is an understanding of the company values and a and a match. Yeah, you've got you've got to find a match, um, and 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 it's difficult because uh, you know in in tech companies um, maybe a bit for finance and 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 so much more for engineering uh, position. Mm. Uh, you, you've got a a competition to get talent. So uh, the culture is also uh, a way of, I don't know, uh, be different than, than the other company. And, uh, and so you want to attract the, yeah, the good people for this kind of culture. And also you want them to get motivated, not only by numbers, but also by the, the final um, aim of the company. Um, and I think um, well, in fact, the, the, now that Backmarket has a, a dedicated uh, full-time CFO, there was a very uh, nice thing at the end of our transition because he told me, uh, I think it, back in March, uh, that um, the team I built reflected also uh, my values and my commitment to um, building a high-performing group uh, with a strong team spirit. And he said something about, I know you because I've seen the people you hired, and it was um, aligned in terms of um, yeah, uh, strong team spirits and, and, and values. Mm, so mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. What's next? <laughs> I want to talk about that transition um, away from the company, but just before we do that, 
we we should probably talk about uh, the fundraising last year. Sure. Uh, a big round in May 2020. Um, yeah, why don't you take us through that process? So um, it was very big moment for uh, for the company, but also for myself and for the whole team. We, in fact, we closed our uh, Series C just I think hours before the the, the lockdown in uh, in France. Mm. So the, the the paperwork side was a, a bit of a struggle, but the, the most important part of the due diligence was done before that, mm. uh, and it was at a time where I was still building the team and there was no um, like intermediary to help us. So frankly, it could have been a, an absolute nightmare, but uh, everybody from the young intern to the most uh, seasoned professional who like have joined us a few weeks before did a, did a hell of a job. So it went well. And you know, when you've got a, a story uh, uh, like the ones of back market, it helps a lot. Yeah, so that, I mean, that, in that sense, you mean a growth story, a very clear trajectory of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very clear trajectory, um, um, a, a strong idea of the, uh, an ambition that's, yeah, very, it's a very driven company. So you, you don't have to explain it a lot. It, I mean, uh, you don't have slides. We, we don't have to, 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 to do a, a deck full of slides. It's, it's very clear at the beginning. And also the idea was to expand and expand and expand. So our uh, Series C before that was for the US, the Series B, sorry, for, was for the US, Series C was for the Asia. So it's, um, yeah, we're growing step by step uh, and always going abroad. And uh, yeah, that's, that's very clear. Do large amounts of new money like that, essentially, are lots of funds coming in all at once, does that change fundamentally anything that you do in terms of, I suppose, cash management or reporting or planning even, uh, forecasting? Yeah, with the Series C, we've got a, um, all the, uh, I would say, historical um, uh, VC um, uh, put some money again on back market, but also we've got a new one, which is a big name with Goldman Sachs. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something big, it's something new. You've, you've got to, <clears throat> to be, um, uh, you know, at, at, at this, the right level for, for, for them. But I would say last year was so um, different than all years. I mean, uh, this whole lockdown and, and COVID crisis, um, it puts a lot of um, uh, focus, a lot of uh, light on the on the finance function because before that um, I felt like we were doing some reporting and forecastings and, and it was like we were doing it for ourselves. And now with the crisis, uh, you've got mm -hmm. to do it for everybody and everybody is asking things. So I would say that and, and for the, the new investor, it's the same thing. Um, we're, we're good professionals, so we're doing the, our job. But when you've got a, a, some, somebody at, like Goldman Sachs, he, he's going to challenge it and he's going to ask a question. And, and that's, that, that's great. And the same thing for cash. You know, we're always doing our job in the finance team. You've got always somebody who's, who's looking at cash. But since uh, the COVID crisis, everybody is looking at it and everybody is looking questions. So basically, don't change a thing. But yeah, lots of exposure. So. You can say everything's changed, nothing's changed. Yeah, and last one on, on fundraising. Do you think that your background in auditing 
helps a lot in that process? <laughs> yeah, in fact, it was, uh, uh, I, I didn't know the people, but it was the same big four that audited us. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of, uh, the, the, the audit thing is, it's kind of a, an international uh, uh, language, I think. Uh, I had this before in another experience. I was talking to a finance professional and we had the same like questions and uh, methodology and processes. And uh, at the end I said, ah, but you're from an, a, a big four. He said, yes, I'm from EY. Okay, me too. And we never met and it was from, uh, it was from Berlin, it was from Paris uh, and we were working in English, but uh, yeah, we understood, uh, understood each other pretty well. Uh, yeah, the background uh, does help. And also the fact that I've been there, so I know what they're looking for. I know what's uh, the pain for them and uh, I know how to help them. I know how to answer the question. And, uh, and, and, and now I'm on the other side. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty useful. Well, let's turn now to your next um, adventure. Yeah, the Beamy. next big thing. <laughs> yeah, the next big thing, Beamy. Why don't you tell us about Beamy? So Bimi, uh, Bimi is a software company. Uh, they're in uh, Station F at uh, Paris, and um, their aims to um, like they've got a, a product, a SaaS product, uh, which uh, track and monitor all the SaaS used by an organization. So it's designed to help uh, the CTO, CIO, CISO, etc., to to take back control on the tools used by a company. And also it helps the exec team or even the, the CEO to, to progress into the digitalization uh, of their company. Yeah, basically that, that's the tool, PME. <laughs> well, and that, that subscription management topic is a big topic at the moment. We see it a lot from, from the Spendesk side, uh, just handling the payments because people lose track of payments constantly. They don't realize there are subscriptions coming up. Exactly. There's a, a, there's a CFO question about uh, what I'm paying for. Uh, do you have some overlap? Uh, when are these due? You've got also a lot of uh, risk, uh, compliance. Um, so it's, uh, it's really good to have tools to help you, but uh, you've, you've got to track them. If not, you're, you're going to, 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 to get uh, a real mess. And it's obviously a much smaller and younger company than, than back market. So are you sort of where you were when you start, started with back market? Are you filling a similar role? Uh, yeah, so the company is, is very different. It, it, we're still at the seed phase for, uh, mm -hmm. for BME. Uh, but at the same time, I'm feeling like I've got the same, a similar mission, I would say, because it's always the same thing. Help the business by giving, giving some visibility on the financial side and also help the company's growth by building a, a great back office. So what is true for, for BIMI is that I've got less management topics to handle. And uh, with, this, um, with the size of the company, I, I am more of a, like a Swiss army knife at that stage because I don't need some very big experts. I just have to, to do a lot of things, a lot of different things, which I like. And, and what are your goals in the role at the moment? Yeah, so the goal is to, uh, we're working towards a, a Serie A, uh, maybe uh, before the end of the year. And uh, basically I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, designing uh, processes. So we said processes, meaning people and tools to, yeah, to like pass the due diligence with, uh, with success. So that, that would be, um, 
yeah, that would be the objective for this year. But the ambition is uh, <laughs> is very big because we're at the very early stage. And do you like? This may be a funny question, but do you enjoy focusing on one company at a time in this way, as opposed to I think some outsource CFOs or CFOs for hire might have three, four companies going at once. You seem to like to focus. Um, I like the focus, and uh, but I do understand the like bench, benchmark thing uh, that you can do when you've got uh, different experience um, at the same time. So I don't have any uh, a priori. I just you know you meet you meet somebody and 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 there is a there's something and you want to work with them and then uh, it it happens. Right, you take the opportunity as it presents itself. Exactly, you've got to be flexible. That's the advantage of being a CFO for a year. And is there something special about startups? Um, yeah, well, um, when I decided to, to, to uh, go uh, in the real world after EY, uh, I wanted to work for uh, tech companies. Um, and it was because uh, you have to deal with a lot of things, but it's um, growth uh, problems. It's not um, uh, restructuring uh, problems. So that's like uh, the... Um, I would say a nice thing of the of startup, and also you've got uh, a lot of engineer, and I, I, I love to work with uh, engineers, um, and then uh, a lot of young people with a lot of um, I don't know how, um, uh, ideals and ambitions and 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 well, they can be young in their head and not so young in uh, <laughs> in their experience, and and that's that's the thing that I like. Yeah, more mature in attitude as well, often. Yeah, that, exactly. That's a question. That's an attitude. And, 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 and uh, I, I, I like to say that I'm staying young because I, I work with, uh, with, uh, with this kind of people. We're going to turn now to our five quickfire questions um, with which we finish every interview. And the first question is, what is one finance tool you couldn't live without? So my, my answer is Excel, because... I, I mean, that's the basic tool uh, that's like my uh, companion for so many years. So that, that would be Excel. Fair enough. But we have a rule on this show that if you say Excel, you have to tell us one more um, because everybody agrees Excel is wonderful. So is there something else that you've been using a lot lately and enjoying something that you might recommend? So I'm going to um, I'm going to use Penny Lane for uh, for BME. Uh, it's a it's a new tool. It's more something like a platform than an ERP. I've I've, I've had a very bad experience with uh, SAP in the past, so oh, I don't I don't want to get close to uh, <laughs> ERP again. And um, but I like the idea behind Penny Lane, which is um, it's kind of a platform when you, you you plug a lot of tools that can help you with your uh, particular uh, problems and tasks. So I would go with Penny Lane as a second choice. Fantastic. If there was one part of your day-to-day -day you could outsource completely and forget about, what would it be? Yeah, so <laughs> very difficult to answer this question after a year, of, uh, year and a half of lockdown because mm. some things you, you did in the office uh, seems like <laughs> very distant, very far ago. But what we did use a lot uh, these past few months was all these... Um, you know, electronic signatures, uh, tools, uh, you sign, DocuSign, etc. And I think 
these are great tools and they helped us work, uh, but there is still so much room for improvement. Uh, I'm still taking a lot of time just to say, oh, you've got to sign here and also here. And it's a very long process. So um, I'm pretty sure we can design something with a better um, user experience. Yeah, I've had a similar experience with those in the sense that we have lots of templates, but there are so many things that still need to be updated and corrected within those templates that they don't really feel like templates anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Too many choices, too much choices, <laughs> yeah. What's the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, so uh, best advice was uh, if you're able to like name or describe your problem, you've already got 50% of the solution because you know, you know. The, 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 you know the pain, so you're on the way to to get a solution. Right. So, being the concretely being able to describe the pain correctly helps you helps you think about the solution. It, that's why sometimes um, you need to just speak with somebody, and you just not, maybe not giving. Uh, maybe you're not giving advice or you're not receiving advice, but just because you speak about it, your problem. Uh, and you speak out loud, and, and, and then you, you've got a, the beginning of the solution. Hmm. Which other finance leaders do you talk to or learn from regularly? So difficult for me to say, but um, what I like is uh, I'm an active member of the uh, FIPUS network, uh, which groups uh, alumni of the, uh, the best businesses, engineering, and uh, engineering school, and also universities who work in um, pretty diverse finance positions. And so we, before the COVID, we met in person regularly, but also we're uh, uh, trying to organize uh, events uh, together and, and very nice to, uh, to get this uh, professional. But we're still pretty much uh, French, French people. So mm. we've got to expand a little bit. Um, and, and, and in that way, we can have this, uh, you know, uh, uh, share experiences and, and, and things like that, um, recommend some uh, conference, uh, etc. Well, and you're also an active member of CFO Connect. Yeah, well, same, same, same for FIPLUS. It's basically I love to, to connect and, and I love to share experience. and. Um, I do think that there is uh, something to do and, uh, and, and thanks to the, the, the CFO Connect uh, community because, uh, you know, in the past, uh, we CFO were, I don't know, a bit on our own. Uh, it's a very lonely position in companies. And I think that we've got this kind of reflexes of being, you know, we're dealing with figures. We don't have to, we don't speak about it. So we're, we're very um, secretive. But you don't have to be secretive about uh, your processes or your methodology. You've got to just, I mean, if, if it's confidential, it's confidential. But um, I think we can share our experiences and, uh, and, and still be a good uh, professional with a, a sense of what is confidential. And, and I think that, yeah, very good work of um, trying to uh, bring all those people um, with uh, CFO Connect. You know, you're the third CFO I've spoken to this week who used the word lonely. <laughs> yeah, maybe because of the lockdown, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, but I, we were discussing this a couple of days ago. There's also this idea of being quite isolated within the company. Yeah. Mm. Um, you've got to be um, 
very um, how to say pedagogic educational yeah you've got to be educational about what you're doing and it's it's a constant thing and you've got to do it because if you don't do it then nobody nobody knows what you're doing and nobody knows why you're here and what what do you bring to the table so um, and, and and it's a very uh, it's it's something of expertise, you know, finance position, CFO, so the, the, hence the lonely position. And, and also when you're the CFO, um, you've, you've, got a, you've got your CEO, but it's not somebody who can, um, I don't know, uh, challenge your options. It's, it's, it's something you've got to do by yourself. So a lot of responsibility and uh, you take the decision and then you own it. You've got to to um, yeah endorse it, own it, I don't know, and, 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 and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a, I mean, it's part of the role and um, the bright side is you're very autonomous and, and you can do a lot of things by yourself. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's the difference be between uh, corporate life and uh, the uh, audit life. You, you've got so many people to talk to and, uh, and to go for, uh, to get an advice, a position and something. Well, hopefully, in at least some small way, CFO Connect and, and other networks like, like us can um, help to fill that void. Yeah, it's very important. So thank you for your work on, on doing that. Well, no, thank you for joining us on the podcast, Pauline Sauvage. Thanks. Thanks again and uh, have a nice day.